हरे कृष्णा वी आर सो फॉर्चुनेट टू हैव हर ग्रेस वन मालिनी मंजरी माता जी फ्रॉम सिरा रैपिड एंड माता जी विल एनलाइटन अस फ्रॉम श्रीमद् भागवतम तो प्लीज टेक ओवर द कॉल माता जी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा मैं धन्यवाद करना सो ऑल द डिवोटिस असेंबल्ड ऑन द कॉल थैंक यू सो मच फॉर द ऑपरेशनिटी टू रेंडर सर्विस ऑफ रीडिंग एंड डिस्कसिंग अबाउट श्रीमद् भागवतम इन दिस ऑस्पिशियस दामोद्रमंत एंड दैट टू ड्यूरिंग द ब्रह्मा महोत्सव सो वील फर्स्ट चैंट मंगलाचरण प्रेयर्स एंड देन वील गो टू द वर्स टुडेस वर्स ओम अज्ञानतिरांदस्यानाजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मीलिना तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित भूतले स्वामी कदाह्यम ददा स्वापदाक मंदेहम श्रीगुरो श्रीयुत पदकमल श्रीगुरून वैष्णवांश श्रीरूपम साग्रजात सगण रघुनाथन्वीव साइत सवदूत पिजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखाता हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगे राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरी प्रिय कृपा सिंधुभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनिनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया नारायणम नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीरएत नष्टप्रायु अभद्रेशु निम भागवत सेवया भगवदुतम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवति नैष्टिकी हरे कृष्ण वी आर रीडिंग chapter 19 and verse number 8 so from verse number 1 to 8 these are the prayers offered by lord hanuman to lord ramachandra <coughs> in the kimpursha varsha um so there lord ramachandra recites um and then uh, eternally in the here uh, Hanuman is offering prayers to Lord Ramachandra. Hanuman, as we all know, is the greatest devotee of the Lord. So after this verse, his prayers complete, and it switches to the prayers, uh, uh, prayers to Nara Nara and Arushi by Nara Dhamuni. So this is the last verse in the prayers of Hanuman. 
ಸುರೋ ಅಸುರೋ ವಾಪ್ಯಥಾನರೋ ನರ ಸರ್ವಾತ್ಮನಾಯ ಸರ್ವಾತ್ಮನ ಕೋಲ್ ಹಾರ್ಟೆಡ್ಲಿ ರಾಮಚಂದ್ರ ಮನುಜಾಕೃತಿ ಅಪಿಯರಿಂಗ್ ಎಸ್ ಎ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಹರಿಂಗ್ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಯಾನ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾರ್ತನ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಉತ್ತರಾನ್ ಉತ್ತರಾನ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾರ್ತನ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಅನ್ಯತ್ ಬ್ರಾಡ್ ಬ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಕೋಸಲ ದೈನಿಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೋಶಲ ದೇಶ ಅಯೋಧ್ಯ ದಿವಂ ಟು ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ವೈಕುಂಠ ಇತಿ ತೋರ್ ವೆದರ್ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಟೆಮಿ ಗಾಡ್ ಆರ್ ಎ ಡೀಮನ್ ಅ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಆರ್ ಎ ಕ್ರೀಚರ್ ಅದರ್ ದೆನ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಸಚ್ ಎಸ್ ಅ ಬೀಸ್ಟ್ ಆರ್ ಬಾಡ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ಶುಡ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ರಾಮಚಂದ್ರ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಹೂ ಅಪಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಅರ್ತ್ just like a human being there is no need of great austerities or finances to worship the lord for he accepts even a small service offered by his devotee thus he is satisfied and as soon as he is satisfied the devotee is successful indeed lord sri ramachandra brought all the devotees of ayodhya back home back to godhead so this one lord ramachandra we have we have been hearing to the glories of lord shri ramachandra in the prayers maybe from the last eight verses um <clears throat> so in this verse it is saying like how minimal we require to serve the lord and how easily we can satisfy <clears throat> i'll read also for part and then we'll discuss Lord Lord Sri Ramachandra is so kind and merciful to his devotees that he is that he is very easily satisfied by a little service rendered by anyone human or not this is special advantage of worshiping Lord Ramachandra and there is the same advantage in worshiping Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Lord Krishna and Lord Ramachandra in the manner of Kshatriya sometimes showed their mercy by killing asuras that lord sri chaitanya mahaprabhu awarded love of god without difficulty even to the asuras all the incarnations of the supreme personality of god here but especially lord ramachandra lord krishna and later lord sri chaitanya mahaprabhu delivered many of the living entities present before them indeed almost all of them 
Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is therefore represented in the six-armed form of Asad Bujamurti, which is a combination of Lord Ramachandra, Lord Krishna, and Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <coughs> The best purpose of human life, one can be fulfilled by worshipping the Sad Bhuja Murti, Sad, actually six, Sad Bhuja Murti, Sad Bhuja Murti, the form of the Lord with six arms, two arms of Ramachandra, two arms of Krishna, and two arms of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So here, um, Lord Hanuman is saying how merciful is Lord Ramachandra. So this immediately makes me, uh, uh, even though here mercy, when we talk about mercy, it easily reminds us of uh, Krishna's verse, Patram Pushpam Falam Toyam, uh, the verse from Bhagavad Gita, and also about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is very, very merciful, um, who doesn't take any offenses, and who is uh, distributing the love of Godhead. In all the marketplaces, he goes and distributes. So here, important thing is, therefore, whether one is a demigod or a demon, so whether one is a sura or an asura, a man or a creature, other than man, sura, asura, avapya, atavanaro, naraha, whoever it may be, who, anaraha, anybody other than the nara, that is human being, or nara, human being himself, sarvatmana, wholeheartedly, sincerely, wholeheartedly, if we, like, uh, that is very important, like, the sincerity in devotional service attracts Krishna's mercy and pleases Krishna's mercy, giving our 100% completely in our endeavor. So all of us might be hearing the glories of Damodar month. That is what has attracted Sri Krishna, uh, that how Mother Ashoda was giving her 100%, Sincerely, she was enduring to catch the Supreme Personality of the Godhead and tie him to the wooden mortar. And there, she's not thinking of anything else. She is just showering her motherly affection. She is doing that uh, uh, service to the Lord in the love as a mother. So she's, her love was like unconditional and pure devotional. Just he was trying to catch the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sarvatmana, wholeheartedly. So this again reminds us of Anya Abhilasha Shunya. So we don't have any other Abhilasha. We don't, the only thing that we have is a completely uh, uh, surrendered heart, heart full of love for the Lord. Sarva Atmana Ya Hu Sukrutagnam, easily made grateful. Su Kritagnam. Kritagnam is like gratitude. Sukritagnam. Ramachandra can be made easily, very easily grateful. So he doesn't compare the service of two living entities. He takes the service individually from each. Like, you know, however we are capable of, how much ever uh, we can do, if we are sincere in our endeavor, and we are giving our whole heart to the service, Lord Ramachandra accepts it equally. Like the famous example that we have heard many times, um, 
about the squirrel also giving effort and putting some sand uh, in the water and also of uh, uh, the monkeys and the great warriors throwing big big logs and big big stones when they have to build a uh, bridge to cross the ocean to go to Lanka. So Lord Ramachandra was equally pleased by the squirrel like how he is pleased by the other monkeys and other great heroes in the Kishkinda. So he does not differentiate. Same with Krishna. And that's why Krishna says the word Patram Pushpam Kalam Zoyam Yomai Bhakta Prayashri. Whoever offers me with love and devotion, even a glass of water, a leaf, fruit, or a flower, I accept it. He gets pleased by that. He never looks at our uh, our uh, material statuses or material qualifications or even like how good we are in reading the Vedas, how good we are uh, in singing something, how good we are in giving lectures or anything. Sometimes we, we see great devotees in simple people. So when I, uh, when I meet some devotees, they may not be famous. Uh, they may not be uh, giving classes, they may not be uh, uh, giving lectures, or they may not be uh, famous for their singing, or they may not be famous for their deity worship or anything. But if you meet and talk to them, we see that unalloyed devotional service to the Supreme Lord, that sincerity, that wholehearted surrenderedness to the Lord, that meekness, that humbleness, uh, uh, that complete dependence on the Lord in them. Um, and then that kind of innocent, sincere love and surrenderance to the Lord uh, makes them completely depend on the Lord and see the Lord everywhere and give their 100% to the Lord. So Krishna does not get attracted as he repeatedly says in many places uh, This uh, and also in Brahma Samhita that Vedeshu Durlabham Adhurlabham Atma Bhaktao if you read all the Vedas, if you read um, and uh, if you are expert in speaking on the Vedas, you can answer all kind of spiritual questions to the devotees, whatever they ask. Um, you may not be attracting my mercy, but Atma Bhakta, one who has kept me on the lotus flower of his heart and he is worshipping me wholeheartedly, he attracts my mercy. So here, uh, Adhanman is also saying that, it is very easy to worship Lord Ramachandra. You don't need any bigger, bigger qualifications, bigger paraphernalia, like, oh, I have to do like this, I have to do like, uh, I maybe have to call these many people, I have to cook these many items. So if we are capable of, if we have energy to do that, if we have um, material resources to do that, and if we are doing that, that is well and good. Because there, like if I have one lakh rupees and I'm only giving 10 rupees to God, then I'm not being sincere there because I have a capability of doing even more. But somebody is having only 50, 50 rupees and he's donating 10 rupees and he's keeping all the 40 rupees for his uh, uh, daily necessities, family and all, then he is more sincere because he has almost given one-fourth of his uh, wealth in the service of the Lord. So there is no literally act uh, 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 apple to apple comparison here in the service we render to the Lord. So we need to compare with our own self. How we are performing, how I am doing, how sincere I am, and uh, how much I am being wholeheartedly serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead. There is no comparison with any other living entity. But here we go wrong utterly by comparing ourselves mostly with the other devotees. 
Um, over the period of time, even the do, even doing a devotional service has also been mostly on the uh, external how it looks outside, how I have arranged uh, my altar, or how how I have done um, uh, 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 the altar for the Damodara or everything externally, how many people I'm calling, how are my decorations, how many items I'm cooking, how did I dress, how is my house decorated. So everything is going externally more than internally. How wholehearted I am, how I don't have the Ashad Vargas, lust, anger, greed, mad, illusion, and how much humble and meek I am, and how I am surrendered to Lord. So that makes a lot of difference. If you don't have any kind of an energy or any kind of uh, material provisions or positions uh, to grandly perform something, but you are always thinking of Krishna and uh, you have made your own heart as a lotus flower, as a throne to keep the Supreme Personality of Godhead, that attracts Krishna. So, wholeheartedness, Sarvatma, yeah, giving our whole heart, considering himself as our shelter, considering himself as our master and surrendering is what is important. See, this this feeling of complete surrenderance does not come if we are puffed up with our own material positions or puffed up with our own uh, talents that we have. Um, any other kind of pride does not make us this humble and meek. The humbleness and meekness comes when we situate ourselves in our constitutional position. As long as we are in the moha, we are in the illusion that we are this body, this complete surrenderance to Krishna doesn't happen. Keep aside who you are materially, which kind of a body you have, what kind of a family you belong to, uh, what kind of a house you have, or how many children you have and how great your children are, or how great your husband or your wife is. Keep aside all those things and situate yourself in the constitutional position that I am a soul, a spirit soul, and my only designation is that I am the servant of the Supreme Lord, and I am part and parcel of Him, and I am not independent, separated from Him. I am complete, my independence is in complete surrenderance to Him. This is the word, my independence is in complete surrenderance to Him, because I have put myself in the place where I belong to. When you go to the place where you belong to, you are completely independent there. You can do whatever you want there. You can be yourself there. You will be happy there. So in that situation, we get the humble and meekness and our complete surrenderance, our wholeheartedly thinking of Krishna only, not anything else. That is what makes Krishna very grateful, very pleasing and then attracts mercy of Him on us. Uttamam, most highly elated, bhajate should worship, bhajeta ramam, manujakrutim harim, manujakrutim, akrutim, that means Krishna has a form, akruti, form, He has a form, what kind of a form? Bhajeta ramam, with wholeheartedly, um, uh, you can make easily grateful, you can easily please um, uh, Rama, and you should worship him, Manuja Krutim. Rama has appeared as human. So, Rad uh, Ramachandra, I, when I, uh, with Krishna's mercy, uh, I get 
an opportunity to render service to lead Ramayan uh, during the Ram Navmi time for one, two, three months. I I just read uh, Ramayan, uh, the book that uh, we all know, uh, and also with Krishna's mercy, uh, I get, I got uh, Valmiki Ramayan. So I go there and read Valmiki Ramayan, the Sanskrit Shloka's original verse. And when we are reading Lord Ramachandra's Lord Ramayan, it is such a sweet, nectarian uh, scripture. Uh, you just start loving Lord Rama and his qualities and his uh, um, uh, his nature. So as you all know, Lord Ramachandra's Ramayan itself starts like, you know, um, uh, Valmiki explains conversation between Narada Muni and Valmiki, where he asks, is there any person who is um, having all these 16 characteristics, Ramo, Vigrahavan. So this is all those 16 qualities. Is there anybody? Um, and then uh, we see that he is um, he's having, uh, uh, as uh, he says that, Narada Muni says, um, he, all the 16 qualities. Is there anybody present on the earth? who has all those uh, 16 qualities and then he quotes uh, uh, Rama like he is a reservoir of all appliances, most accomplished, learned, powerful, noble, truthful, grateful, possesses flawless character. So this is something very important to understand. He possesses a flawless character. If, that, if ever we have to see how to act in any kind of a scenario, Lord Ramachandra's life is an example for us to see how Lord Ramchandra has acted and understand that, okay, this is the dharma that I have to follow. This is the thing that I should not be doing. He, he, he has such a, he, he has exhibited such a flawless character here as a human being. He doesn't need to do that. He's the Supreme Personality of God. But as he says that, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, um, because people follow the leaders, I, when I descend as a human being, I act in a way that I am not becoming the cause of ruining the uh, practices. Uh, so I practice the things in such a way that everybody follows. Unique, nobody is equal to him. And he always thinks genuine welfare of all the living entities. He's the most clever, most beautiful, never gets anger, gives protection to everyone in the three worlds. And goddesses of fortune have all the blessings. So he is Ramu. Uh, this is about Lord Rama. I did not quote the sloka from Ramayan. The first sloka of Ramayan starts with that in the Balakanda. As we all, we all know, Ramayan has seven kandas. So, Bajate Ramam Manuja Krutim. He has appeared as a human being. Just because he has appeared, the Supreme Personality, Manuja Krutim Harim. He is Hari, but he has appeared as Lord Ramachandra in the form of human being. So Lord Ramayana is the most uh, correctly, uh, translations are mostly corrupted. People can bring Lord Rama and compare him with Ravana and even say that Ravana is great than Rama. And sometimes they even go to a level saying that uh, 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 Ravana, uh, Ravana is more educated and well versed than Rama. So their comparison 
per, uh, their standard and their understanding of Lord Ramachandra is very, very low. They might not have ever read Ramayana or uh, they did not uh, learn it from an authorized source. Uh, but I, I accidentally happened to go on a forum where I was called to speak on uh, like a Ramayana history. But there I go and see the people uh, speaking about Lord Rama and saying that um, with uh, all the scriptures of gossips, or everything is uh, 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 fictitious. It's all uh, it's all myth. Uh, and we can we can we can accept Lord Rama because he is uh, uh, he's teaching all of us to have one wife, which is very good in this society. Or he is somebody who is not attached uh, to his administration. So they are talking all those things, which. Uh, uh, which is not the purpose of Lord Ramachandra's um, uh, uh, appearance to teach. Even even any kind of any kind of niti or dharma that we want to see, we have to go and see in Ramayan and Mahabharata, where we will see that how in this material world we can deal our interpersonal relationships. If we see all the conversations what uh, Lord Ramachandra have with Sugriva, or Lord Ramachandra have with Bharata the questions he put forward when he meet or the conversations he has uh, with uh, uh, Dasharadha uh, when he was asked to leave the kingdom uh, by uh, by Mother Kaikeyi. So all those conversations tell us how we should be looking at those uh, when we encounter those kind of situations, how we should be behaving. Uh, those are all the high standards set by Lord Ramachandra. Uh, see, Krishna comes down in different incarnations uh, to teach us how we should be living in this material world. See, nobody else can teach us better than the Supreme Lord himself because he is our well-wisher, he is our father. So that's why here, just because he has appeared as a human uh, and he did not, he did not do any kind of uh, so-called extraordinary things uh, uh, like how Lord Krishna has done like you know he has killed um, many demons and then he has lifted Kovodhan Hill and so many other things but still Lord Ramachandra has done so many extraordinary things as an exemplary of character Ramo Dharma uh, Vigravan Dharma he has if Dharma has to be as a form and how to follow that is Lord Ramachandra so it is not easy. Just before that night, Lord Ramachandra will be called by Dasarada saying that all the uh, incarnation, like you know, uh, coronation ceremony should be starting. And next day morning, he will be coronated as the king. And then he calls him uh, in the night and asks him to leave to the forest. So in a minute, uh, he leaves. Everybody there, Lakshmana, Kausalya, everybody tells that. Your your father Dasarada has become mad. Uh, he he is under the influence of his uh, wife, the boons that he has given. Even Dasarada himself says, uh, "Take me, arrest me, put me in the jail, and then you become the king, because I am allowing you to do that. Do that." Even Kausalya says that. Lakshmana also gets angry, but Lord Ramachandra doesn't. He says that I need to keep up keep the woe that my father has given and I'm ready to leave to the forest. And then Lakshmana and Mother Sita joins. And in that conversation, even Kausalya 
who is a most chaste wife of Dasaratha, she also tells Ramachandra not to go and leave the forest. And Dasaratha himself says, like, you know, I cannot live without you, Lord Ramachandra. I cannot live without you. So please, you arrest me and put me in the jail, and then uh, you take over the kingdom. But Lord Ramachandra doesn't do that. And uh, the way Lord Ramachandra, uh, after going and uh, all the people in Ayodhya follows him, until uh, he goes to that uh, river and he goes to that forest and he tricks with the help of his man, uh, his uh, king, uh, his chief, uh, uh, his chief uh, Sumantra. He says that you take the ratha in this direction, and all the people, when everybody sleeps near that uh, river, he says that you know you take this, uh, uh, take the ratha in this direction, and the king Guha will take me. Uh, will we will cross the river and we will go to the forest. Nandakaranya will go there. Uh, you take uh, uh, you take the Radha this way so that all the people of Ayodhya will go because they are following me and they are not leaving me alone. All the people of Ayodhya are so much in love with Lord Ramachandra. That's why we see here, Ye Ya Uttaran Anyat Koshalan Divamiti. He has delivered all the inhabitants of the Ayodhya. Similarly, Lord uh, Krishna has delivered all the people in the Kurukshetra Ignya. Irrespective of which, whose side they have taken, just because Lord Krishna was present on the war, all of them were delivered. Similarly, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was also delivered and gave Harinam, um, Harinam to all the um, all the people like Jagai and Madai, um, and then also um, all the miscreants. He has like Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has no discrimination. He just um, uh, gave them uh, the mantra, the bhakti, prema bhakti. So it's very difficult to get the prema bhakti. That's why we see in Satyavurta Muni, he says, Kuveratmachau paddha murthyaiva yadvat. In Damodarashtrakam, he says um, to Lord Damodara, um, he asks for the benediction of prema bhakti. In the verse uh, 7, he says like, Krishna, you have delivered two sons of Kumara. Atmajau means like sons are considered, considered as come from an Atma. So two sons of Kuvera, Nala Kuvera and Manikriva, who were not behaving in the way they have to behave in front of the uh, spiritual masters and teachers. They were intoxicated. Uh, they were enjoying with their uh, with the dancers of their kingdom. Uh, even the ladies, when they saw Narad Muni, they dressed up. But these two people were so intoxicated, uh, they they forgot. Uh, they are so illusioned. They forgot how what is the behavior to be, and they were cursed as to be trees. And later Krishna, in the form of the Damodar, he pulls that cart to which he was tried, and he takes it in between those two trees and delivers those two sons of Kuvera. So here uh, Satyavrta Muni is saying, Kuvera Atma Jo Baddha Murthyaiva Yatvat. Baddha Murthi. You were tied, you yourself were tied to the roll motor, but then still what did you do, Krishna? You went, you pulled that motor, and you delivered who are bounded, who are bounded to the tree body, the sons of Kuvera. What did you do? Tvayal Mochitav. You liberated them. You gave them liberation. 
and not not only just liberation that you have liberated them from those bodies and you ask them to go back to their kingdom and serve and you have also granted them bhakti bajo krutocha they became the recipients of your bhakti your your love to worship you in pure devotional service those kind of two miscreants Nanakuvera uh, uh, and Manigriva, they were so intoxicated, they are so sinful, they have so many mistakes and then you have delivered them, you have re- relieved them from the tree body and then you all, not only that you have blessed them with bhakti, tatha, like how you have done to them, tatha, prema bhakti, give me that highest level of devotion, prema bhakti is the highest level of devotion, please grace me with that, bless me with that. Tata prema bhakti swakam me prayacha. Grant me. I want you to grant me swakam. Your prema bhakti towards you. Me prayasha. Give that to me. Grant me that. Namokshe graho vesti. Tamo dariha. Na mokshe. I don't want liberation. Na no moksha graho aspiration. Like, I don't have any desire. I don't have any desire for namokshe graho vesti. Damodareha, Damodara, Iha. I want a pure devotional service, Prema Bhakti, to this beautiful form of Damodara, whose face is like lotus, and then whose uh, uh, face uh, is like a, a blue a lotus. It is, um, it is deep blue color, and uh, your hair is, uh, you, you have a curly hair which is having a reddish hue and that is kind of, flow, uh, that is like kind of encircled your beautiful uh, face uh, and then because Mother Eshoda, this gopi is so blessed that she keep on kissing you. Muhushtumbitam bimba raktadaramne. She is so blessed to kiss your uh, cheeks all the time. She got that kind of an intimate relationship with you in the form of mother that you are formed. I need it to be always in my heart. That come, uh, come and be in my heart. He says, uh, um, uh, like Namo Deva Damodar Ananta Vishnu. In before that uh, verse, he says, like Idam Te Mukambo Jamatintani, right? Vrutam Kuntalai Snigdaraktasya Gauta, Muhushumbitam Bimba Raktadaramne, Manasyavirastam. Come and sit in my heart. Occupy my heart. Let my heart be filled with the uh, thoughts of that beautiful form of yours. That, let that be my ob- I, object of my eye, object of my heart always. I got attracted to that beautiful form of you who are a supreme personality of Godhead. But you got caught. Bhakti Baddham. The Bhakti, the love of Mother Eshoda has made you Baddham, tied you. And you, you were not only angry with her, uh, you got scared of her, you ran away from her, and you are also afraid of her that she is going to beat you, she is going to punish you and you are crying and rubbing your beautiful eyes and that kajal is on all your face. So that beautiful form of you be object of my eye and can you please come and enter my heart with that form, uh, Lord Krishna and let me surrender to you and uh, uh, offer you. So in that way here, Satyavartamani prays to uh, Lord Krishna, same for all of us also, like um, we all pray to Lord Ramachandra, he doesn't need great austerities, great finances, we don't need great material affluences, the only thing that we need to have, the key, key in this verse is Sarvatmana, wholeheartedly 
sincerely pray see to pray wholeheartedly and be sincere we just need our own words our own mind our own heart to give to give the complete surrenderance to krishna to rama here so then he saying there is no need of great austerities or penances to worship the lord for he accepts even a small service offered by his devotee thus he is satisfied and as soon as he is satisfied the devotee is successful indeed lord sri ramachandra brought all the devotees of ayodhya back to godhead so this sadbhuja murti the six forms two forms of lord ramachandra two forms of krishna and two forms of chaitanya prabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu so we are all so blessed to have the mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu in our lives chaitanya mahaprabhu doesn't take uh, uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu has bestowed us with this hari naam which uh, uh, which can del- which delivers us um, we don't need to worry uh, there are no uh, hari naam doesn't take any offenses so wherever we are we don't need any qualifications we don't need to be uh, perfect or we don't need to be having all the good qualities whatever stage we are wherever we are in our life irrespective of um, whether we are in rajo tama sattva guna if we start chanting the holy name of the lord under the guidance of the spiritual master serving the devotees and hearing krishna kada the our weapon or our um, uh, uh, our uh, uh, our key or our uh, secret to get the pure devotional service to the lord is our own chanting and uh, our own hearing uh, hearing and chanting hearing and chanting is very very important both are interlinked so we our chanting the quality in our chanting increases when we do a quality of qualityly hearing um any uh, hearing of shrimad bhagavatam regularly i am sometimes very amazed very inspired by many devotees on this call because i hear to the recording sometimes because of my other service uh, that i have i i may not be available on the call uh, because i have committed to the bhakti viksha here and i help them all uh, i uh, serve with along with them the lord but every day before i upload sometimes i like just get delayed also because i hear to the lectures and then i upload and i see how the nectar is flowing on this monday uh, on this morning calls uh, devotees how some devotees are so regular and they when they share their realizations and reflections that inspires me a lot so we um, uh, we we just need to in our uh, the key to get the prema bhakti to the key to under few devotional services our chanting and our hearing we don't need to get carried away by so many other external things we just compare ourselves with our own selves like this in damodara month uh, many of you may be taking austerities oaths um, and then uh, the Uh, the standard or the criteria for taking those oaths should be our own selves like how i have performed in previous samudra and how i will be increasing myself my sadhana in this uh, in this damodara and then how even a little bit more from what i have done in the previous um, uh, before this month see we will miss the opportunity once this november 7th comes like damodara special month goes away as we all know the name is damodara but the presiding deity of this month is radharani and uh, to seek her mercy uh, to get uh, to get her attention and serve the supreme personality of god here this is the month that we have where whatever little we do is considered by the lord as more and what else can be the best opportunity for us to grab the mercy of the lord when it is on the sale so we are all very e- 
eager uh, to get uh, things in the sale and in this month uh, uh, it is very uh, convenient for all of us to plan and uh, uh, like we have one month, we know that when that month comes from the beginning of the year and we can prioritize our lives and prioritize our things and keep this one month uh, specifically devoted for the devotional service to the Lord. So sometimes pure uh, senior devotees, um, uh, they we get busy in bringing new devotees to the uh, moment or we think that okay anyway I am practicing all the time I am practicing 16 mal I am chanting 16 malas and I am uh, practicing pure devotional service or I am a devotee even otherwise the Karthik month so I don't need to do any special things so let's not get into that uh, uh, pit for uh, that loophole for uh, for the devotees um, who are seniors consider themselves that they are already doing a lot and this month is not for them this month is also for them to dive deep into your Krishna consciousness whether we are completely surrendered to the Lord or not whether we have increased with in our devotional path towards pure devotion to Lord not having any other engagement are we thinking about the supreme personality of Godhead all the time what uh, are we uh, are we uh, uh, there at like we say that like no are we there at to attract the prema bhakti are we there at are we have you completely surrendered so this one month is kind of uh, an opportunity for everybody uh, we, in whichever ashrama we are uh, in whichever stage we are this is an opportunity for all of us to dive deeper into our Krishna consciousness and look at it and then see what else we can do how else we can perform to attract the mercy of Lord uh, Sri Krishna so that is the wonderful month that we are having and this verse explains about the glories of Lord Ramachandra and also Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and uh, Krishna all together all the three uh, uh, in one verse um, and then uh, all of them will be pleased by our sincere service uh, and our pure devotion towards them so the only thing that is required to attract the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is our sincere endeavor uh, and our pure devotion love uh, nothing else attracts Lord other than that um, so I would like to uh, conclude here um, I have 10 minutes time I don't know if I have time to take the other verse which uh, which goes to the Nara Narayana prayers so Mataji you can guide me we should take next verse and uh, conclude here and take any comments or questions from all the devotees. Arikshna Mataji, Mandana Pradham, all your Shishupapad Guru Maharaj. Mataji, according to me, you can take another verse. We still have okay. some time. Sure. So I'll go to ninth verse also. Bharate pivashe bhagavam naranarayanakya akalpantam upachittadharma jnana vairagash vairagyas vairagyaishwaryo vairagyaishwaryo pasamopara paramatmopalambhanam It's all one word actually. Vairagyaishwaryo pasamoparamatma Paramatma Palambanam Anugrahaya Anugrahaya Matma Anugrahaya Mavatan 
अनुकंपया तपो व्यक्त गतिश्चरति बारते पिवर्षे भगवान नरनारायणाख्या आकल्पांतम उपस्थित धर्मज्ञाना वैराग्यश्वर्योपसमो परमात्मोपलंभनम अनुग्रहायात्मा वताम अनुकंपया तपो अव्यक्त गतिश्चरति Translation and perfect by Srila Prabhupada. Bharati, in Bharata, Api also, Parshe, the track of long, Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Naranarayana Akyaha, known as Naranarayana, Akalpa Antam, up to the end of the millennium, Upaschitha, increasing Dharma, religion, Gnana, knowledge, Vairagya, renunciation or non-attachment, Aishwarya, mystic appearances, Upasama, control of the senses, Uparama, Freedom from the false ego. Atma upalambhanam, self-realization, anugrahaya, to show favor. Atma vatham, unto persons interested in self-realization, anukampaya, by causeless mercy. Tapaha, austerities, avyaktagatihi, whose glories are inconceivable, charati exudes. So Kadeva Goswami continued. The glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead are inconceivable. He has appeared in the form of Naranarayana in the land of Bharatavarsha at the place known as Badrikashrama to favor his devotees by teaching them religion, knowledge, renunciation, spiritual power, sense control and freedom from false ego. He advanced in the opulence of spiritual essence and he engages in executing austerity until the end of his millennium. This is the process of self-realization. So the glories of Naranarayana Rushi. So, Naranarayana Rushi has appeared in the Bharata Varsham, in the Badrikashrama, and he is teaching the devotees religion, knowledge, renunciation, and spiritual power, sense control, and freedom from false ego. So, those are the, that is the one word that we have read here. Vairagya Aishwarya, Vairagya, renunciation, and non attachment. Is like vairagya, detachment from the material things. Vairagya, uh, Aishwarya, mystic appearances. Uh, he is opulent but not material. His yoga, dhyana sikti, the mystic appearances. Upasama, control of the senses. Uparama, freedom from false ego. So, as we all know, Real ego is that we are soul, we are servants of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Anything, any other identification that we are having is false, is temporary, is not truth. The only ego, ego means identification. The only identification that we have is that the institutional position of ours is that we are souls, we are servants of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We are part and parcel of Him. And we are completely dependent on him. So that's the only identification uh, that we have. And we will be happy, we will be uh, blissful when we get ourselves connected back to him because we belong there. So uparama, freedom from false ego. Atma upalambhanam, self-realization. Anugrahaya, to show favor. So under the persons of that. So religion, knowledge, renunciation, spiritual power, sense control and freedom from false ego. He is advanced in the appearance of spiritual assets and he engages in executing austerity until the end of the millennium. This is the process of 
self-realization. People in India may visit the temple of Naranarayana at Pradjikastrama just to learn how the personality of Godhead in his incarnation as Naranarayana engages in austerities to teach the people of world how to achieve self-realization. So when I when I see the when I see uh, the incarnations of the Supreme Lord, actually Supreme Lord is uh, has the material world is a small portion of the Parabhyoma, the spiritual sky. It's a very, very, very small portion, but he has half of, three-fourths of the jivas uh, in the spiritual world. But Krishna is so merciful for the one-fourth of the jivas who are Nitya Baddhas, who are always uh, bounded to the bodies, who are always engaged in the sense gratification, uh, who doesn't want Krishna. He's so concerned about them. He takes different incarnations. He comes down through the, uh, this material world, which is like a jail. He maintains it. Uh, by uh, taking, uh, by coming here as a Vishnu Tattva, as a Garbhodak Sai Vishnu, Shirodaka Sai Vishnu, or he comes himself as Krishna, Rama, Naranara and Rushi, Narasimha to protect us. So, so merciful he is. See, he doesn't need to come directly uh, actually. He can use any of his strengths or energies to take care of the things. But he loves us so much. He, even though we forgot our relationship with him, Krishna did not forget his relationship with us. So he comes back and gives us an opportunity to see him personally and to realize and revive our relationship. So how merciful, how uh, loving is our father, our Supreme Father. So here Prabhupada says so nicely that he has incarnated as Narayana and engages in austerities not for himself, because he is not under modes, he doesn't have any karma to perform in this material world, or he doesn't have any desires to fulfill for him to take any of these kind of bodies. But he does that to teach the people of the world how to achieve self-realization. And we, what we do in turn, we, because he has taken a form like us, which looks like us, and he is also performing austerities like us, he is also performing prescribed duties like us, we say that he is one among us, he is like us. And we bring him back, we, we, we bring him down to our level, and then we speak and we comment. It is impossible to realize oneself simply by absorbing oneself in speculation and material activities. Ruled out. We cannot know about Krishna when we are speculating, when we are not following the authorized path, when we are not learning from the acharyas, previous acharyas, uh, or our gurus. Um, uh, and scriptures. If we sit down and uh, uh, speculate, there are hundreds of theories. Maybe you all might not have ever encountered um, when you go out and preach to the common people and before you talk, if you let them talk, you will know what kind of theories people have. And the more I'm doing it, the more I feel concerned about the jivas outside who does not have come to the bona fide paths and their understanding of God, their understanding of life, uh, their understanding of uh, this material world is so poor. It is so much away from uh, what the scriptures are saying and so much, so much away uh, from the reality. And they are living in that their own bubble of their understanding and they are thinking that they know everything. So here Prabhupada says that it is impossible to realize oneself simply by absorbing oneself in speculation and material activities. One must be very serious about self-realization and practice of austerity. We have to be very serious because human form of life is not meant for accumulating material wealth, uh, material uh, name, fame, family, 
it is not 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 meant for that and in a day we spend 90% of our time and energy in those material activities and hardly 10% in devotional service so again going back to dhamodhar month this month is a wonderful opportunity for all of us to increase that 10% and bring it to some 20 or 30% because kisna considers that as 3000% whatever you do it is multiplied by millions so i was read i was reading the glories of kartik month and i was also reading there it says that sometimes we can't even know uh, the value of that whatever the austerities whatever the penances whatever the woes whatever the devotion that we are doing in the kartik month it says that sometimes it it comes for millions and millions of our births and it will purify us so if it is going to come to millions of millions of births why not we practice few devotional service to the lord just this one month and go back to krishna instead of roaming here in this material world so without one must be very serious of self realization and practice of austerity unfortunately the people of this age of kali do not even know the meaning of austerity period they they don't proper is so bad on like they don't know under these circumstances the lord has appeared as sri chaitanya mahaprabhu to bestow upon the fallen souls the easiest method of self realization the qualities of kali yuga is like we are manda bhagyas we don't have bhagya fortune good fortune to practice severe austerities and severe penances or to do tapasya to do deity worship um, we don't have we don't have that energy we have a false uh, finding tendency uh, we cheat we lie uh, we are so much engrossed in sense gratification it's so difficult for us to uh, do austerity or penance that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu has come us and given us an easy way to uh, get the self realization that is chanting of the holy names of the lord technically called cheto darbhana marjanam cleansing of the dirt from the core of one's heart as we are discussing earlier in the previous verse the only way to clean our heart and to clean our sinful tendency to get rid of kama and krodha as we know arjuna asked in third chapter of bhagavad gita athakena why i am feeling arjuna why i am feeling krishna that even though i don't like anittam i don't desire to do that i i but um, without having a previous plan or uh, without uh, seriously thinking about it anichena apivashneya balavad eva niyojitah atakena prayukto ayam kapam charati purushah why i engage myself in sinful activities krishna without desiring and as if somebody is pushing me and krishna answers kama yesha krodha yesha rajoguna samudbhavah it is just because of your desire and your anger and your lust and your uh, lust and anger rajoguna samadbhavah they are the results of your interaction with rajoguna so elevate yourself to associate with you to with sattva guna as long as we are in rajo and tamas gunas we will not be making ourselves available to receive the mercy of the lord so krishna says kamayesha krodayesha rajoguna samudbhavah mahashalo mahapapma this kama and krodha that is making you pushing you towards uh, sinful activities and the only way to clean that kama and krodha from our heart those dirts which comes with lust anger greed illusion uh, madness uh, the only way to come out of those is that 
chanting of the holy names of the God. Cheto Darpana Marjanam. It cleanses our heart. This method is extremely simple. Anyone can chant the glorious Krishna Sankirtana. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Very simple. Keep aside everything. Don't listen to your mind. Don't listen to your uh, 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 other things which are senses, which are pulling you towards sense gratification. Put everything aside as if we are on a military mission, as if we are in a war. This one month, I'm going to chant more. I'm going to uh, do a quality chanting. I'm going to listen more. I'm, I'm just on a mission of cleansing myself from all of the, all the sinful active, sinful uh, sins of my, uh, that I have accumulated from e uh, millions of lifetimes. And this is the month I have. This is a, this is the weapon that I have, which uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given me, which cuts, which cuts the bandha, which cuts the knots that the karma falas that I am carrying, uh, and the sword that I have is chanting of the holy name of the Lord. So whenever I conclude my classes in any of the classes, like chanting is the key. Your chanting, your sadhana is the key. You 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 get. Uh, you get strength from your sadhana. People just sometimes, they may be thinking that you know, she doesn't have anything else to say. She keeps repeating the same thing. That chanting is the chanting, chanting. Uh, we are also new. We are also doing chanting. Uh, we are not coming to hear that. We want something else. We want to hear something else. Something differently. Uh, that saying that, you know, oh, it's okay. Engage yourself in this activity, that activity. Um, it's okay, chant only one round if you can. So if we are, as long as we are in our comfort zones, we can never come out. And we should be knowing that chanting is the only solution for anything, everything. See, many times we may be having miseries in our life. Even though we are acting good, we are doing good, we may be getting miseries from the other people. The three kinds of miseries. Or we may be getting miseries from our own body and our own mind. We may be having miseries from the nature. Uh, we may be having miseries uh, from our relatives, friends, family. Uh, the only solution, the only uh, remedy, the only medicine that we have is our chanting. The more we focus on our sadhana, the more we focus on quality of our chanting, quantity of our chanting, it becomes the solution for any kind of problem. There is no other way, no other way, no other way. The only way that we have is chanting of the holy names of the Lord. And we have to do that for ourselves. So here Prabhupada is saying it is very simple. Anyone can chant the glorious Hare Krishna Sankirtana. In this age, there are different forms of so-called advanced scientific knowledge, such as anthropology, Marxism, Freudianism, nationalism, and industrialism. But if we work very hard under their guidance, instead of adapting the process practiced by Naranarayana, we shall waste our valuable human form of life. Thus, we shall certainly be cheated and misled. So Prabhupada is saying, don't go under any of these things. These things are going to uh, cheat you and mislead you. So I was reading Prabhupada Lilamrita, the first uh, encounter of Prabhupada with his guru. Uh, uh, is that as soon as uh, he goes it, it, by then Prabhupada has already seen because uh, uh, before going and meeting him Prabhupada has already went to Puri he, with, uh, as soon as he got job uh, he goes to Puri and there he sees that all the sadhus are cheating 
like they are they are uh, having ganja smoking and then they are going and uh, uh, worshiping the lord so prabhupada was like kind of fed up by these sadhus thinking that they are kind of um, uh, cheating and he was not very interested in his friend i think his name is uh, narain or somebody he takes him saying that you know you should meet this saintly person but sudan saraswati chapur you have to meet, you have to meet him um, and prabhupada was not really interested so but then he somehow or the other takes him uh, he was very spe- uh, uh, skeptical to meet sadhus he says that you know i know all the sadhus uh, i'm not coming uh, but somehow narain uh, he argues and he says like no 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 this sadhu is different uh, you have to come and you have to come uh, because he's coming uh, to the mulik house only mulik house prabhupada is very um, familiar to that house and then um, so he goes there and uh, that time during that time uh, the freedom movement was very prominent like everybody was uh, busy in doing the uh, fighting for the freedom and uh, bhakti siddhan saraswati uh, he he answers he says abai uh, you know like uh, you um, you have to go and preach um, uh this krishna conscious because you know english he says uh i'm just trying to get the exact words what bhakti siddhan saraswati has spoken so that's why i'm looking for that so he says you are educated young man why don't you preach lord chaitanya mahaprabhu's message throughout the whole world so abai prabhu bhakti says like you know he can't believe when he heard that word he says like you know abai could hardly believe what he has just heard they had not even exchanged views at this sadhu was telling them what they should do they did not even discuss what is my view what is your view what is good for society uh, he didn't even the moment he saw bhaktivedanta sarasvati says like uh, why why don't you preach or chaitanya mahaprabhu's message throughout the whole world so a guru is like that he sees how, where the person is there and gives them instructions so the person we may see may feel like you know no no this is impossible for me how can i do this this is difficult for me i can never be doing that but guru knows that we can do that and he gives us the strength and with krishna's mercy and guru's mercy we can do that and abai could hardly believe what he has just heard sitting face to face with bhakti siddhan saraswati abai was gathering his wits and trying to gain a comprehensible impression but this person has already told him to become preachers and go all over the world Abhay was immediately impressed, but he was going to drop his intelligent skepticism. After all, there were assumptions in what the sadhu has said. Abhay had already announced himself by his dress to be a follower of Gandhi, and he felt the impulse to raise an argument. And as he continued to listen to Bhakti Siddhanta Sar speak, he also began to feel won over by the sadhu's strength of conviction. he could sense that sri bhakti siddhanta did not care for anything but lord chaitanya and that this was what made him great so he did not care for anything else than other than the chaitanya mahaprabhu and he further goes and says bhakti siddhanta replied in a quiet deep voice that krishna consciousness did not have to wait for a change in indian politics nor was it dependent on who ruled krishna consciousness was so important so exclusively important that it could not wait so when i read this couple of days back i felt as if like you know krishna consciousness our chanting our 
desire to become serious in Krishna consciousness does not have to wait for anything. Even in our own situations also, we give reasons. We say, when I ask people to do the things, they give, no, no, let my husband come back from India. Let these things happen better. Let this be good, that, let that be happen. So we wait for things to become good in our life to practice Krishna consciousness. So, my dear devotees, this is material world. Things will never become straight. If not this, that problem we will have. Uh, today, stomachache, tomorrow, backache. Uh, day after tomorrow, leg pain. Or day after tomorrow, headache. Some or the other problem we will be having. There is no, Krishna consciousness has no weight. Patisudam Saraswati Thakur's words is like, you know, exact words is like, he says, uh, Krishna consciousness did not have to wait for anything our, in uh, anything. We just need to take it up. This minute, this moment is the time for us to become serious and sincere in our devotional service and do chanting and hearing always because that is the only solution for us. If we take up to any other path, we will be cheated and misled. So this is 15.9.9. I'll conclude here. And uh, any devotees wants to add anything or comment anything or correct anything or have any questions, please uh, go ahead. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you so much for the wonderful class. Very, very Krishna conscious class and uh, I like the way you incorporated Damodar Leela in the middle and, uh, you know, um, encouraged us to uh, not be complacent thinking that yes, we are already doing, but we can do little extra, extra effort, you know, uh, endeavor. Just like you gave an example of Yashoda uh, Ji who, uh, you know, she um, so much, she loved her son. She was feeding him, she was correcting him for steel ever, you know for the butter thing episode and um, how she was engrossed so much and and that's what Krishna actually wants. He doesn't want us to be like very much literate in, in uh, knowledge and all but he wants um, that how we can show devotion to him you know and uh, um, that will please him and also devotion to our family also you know uh, that's also important because uh, I always remember one story where uh, there was a person you know he uh, I don't really exa exactly remember the wordings, but you know, he like two people. Two people were uh, one person was very much uh, devoted to the family, and uh, everybody left, and he was very very sad. But there was another person who was not so dedicated to the family, uh, and he said, "I'm very renounced." And they both went to Krishna. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. So somebody can correct me. And then they said, "Okay, take me back." You know, the other person didn't even ask. So the other person went back to Godhead because, you know, he did his spiritual material duties very well. So, you know, from the Damodar Leela and the other person was like lamenting, you know, that why you didn't take me, see, I'm not even attached to the family. So uh, Krishna said that you're not even attached to your family. So, you know, what kind of, you, um, I mean, uh, how do you expect to go to back to Godhead? You know, when you've, um, everything I've given you, at least you should have had attachment and when your family left, you should have cried or, so I'm not very good storyteller, <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, from Damodar Leela we learn that um, Krishna is like, um, 
he's hungry in a way like he wants us to be very humble and uh, show our love to him and uh, to devotees to family and uh, not have pride not have lust anger and greed and uh, make our heart like butter and then you know he will uh, definitely be connected to us uh, for sure and uh, like sometimes uh, like people would say to shri prabhupada that we want to see krishna so you know actions speak louder so if your actions are uh, you know uh, doing nice devotional service and serving devotees and you mentioned about uh, chanting reading books serving the devotees then what happens is that uh, krishna will want to see us you know he will want he will inspire us that we would go to the temple every time and do our seva so thank you so much all these uh, thoughts are coming to me which my mind was completely blank before your class but uh, you enlightened us very nicely and uh, really like the uh, one question i had in the 10th verse is nar narayan so now uh, lord narayan have heard uh, lakshmi narayan right so nar narayan uh, is what is it referring to mataji is there some separate temple of nar narayan in uh, bharatvarsh Mataji, can you hear me? Naran Arayan Rishi Mataji. Narayan and a devotee. Like a Rishi. So it is not like Lakshmi Narayan. So even in the incarnations, uh, it is mentioned. So they, uh, it is like um, Krishna and Arjuna like that. Naran Arayan Rishi. Jeevi. Nara is like living entity. Narayan. So that is the incarnation. So in the uh, translation, what is it referring to Mataji then? I mean, uh, then the whole, uh, I was just, I got confused in this uh, verse. Can you just give a little bit summary of the translation of the 10th, uh, of the 9th? What is uh, Shri Prabhupada trying to say here? Yeah, sure, Mataji. So here, Narad Muni is offering prayers to Nara Narayana Rishi. So you see this incarnation in Badrikashrama. So Prabhupada is saying, like, you can go there and uh, uh, also, uh, like, um, if you want, you can see. So if you see the translation of uh, mind work. Yeah, I didn't understand the proper way, like, you know, because Nara Narayana got confused. No, it's an incarnation, Mataji. Krishna has appeared in the form of Nara Narayana. Okay. It's, a, it's an avatar and it is still there in Padrikashrama. So in that incarnation, he teaches about austerities and finances. Like how you can do tapasya, how you can gain knowledge. So that is the main purpose of that incarnation. Like how every incarnation Krishna teaches us. Uh, different different things so it is like you know uh, uh, this incarnation teaches about uh, how we can practice dharma religion uh, and then knowledge, how we have to gain the scriptural knowledge so they are like uh, uh, brothers or like uh, sage uh, uh, rishis like they are like rishis 
so in in general the in mahabharata they consider like arjuna as nara and narayana as krishna also uh, that is also considered so in in uh, in uh, what canto we we talk about this uh, avatara nara narayana rishi that's what i'm trying to remember if anybody remembers just uh, give me the number um, um so here especially in this verse uh, naradmani offers prayers the coming verses are about the naranarayana rishi that avatara mataji it is like a two twin twins nara and narayana telkan we see that uh, mother they were born to dharma uh, in uh, in uh, one of the cantos uh, it is described prabhu ji you are saying something please go ahead telkanto yep i am trying to bring out um, the yeah naranarayana rishi who is perfectly peaceful and is the best of the sages was born as the son of dharma yeah dharma and his wife murti the daughter of daksha and even when uh, in the fourth canto also uh, when we speak about uh, daksha's daughters and their uh, uh, kids and all uh, 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 we speak about this so naranarayana rishi has appeared um, as a uh, as a son to the dharma and his wife murti the daughter of daksha and he has taught devotional service to the lord which by which material ceases and he himself perfectly practiced this knowledge he is living even today his lotus feet served by the greatest of saintly persons so this is 11.4.6 mataji in which naranarayana rishi naranarayana rishi it's an avatara mataji like any other avatara narasimha vamana like that it is understood that nararara and rishi spoke transcendental knowledge to great saintly persons such as narada muni on the basis of these teachings narada was able to describe naishkarmyam or the devotional service of the lord which eradicates material work as mentioned in shrimad bhagavatam so he spoke the scriptural knowledge to narada muni and he has also practiced them all the austerities and penances and he does meditation and he is still there until the end of the millennium he uh, uh, he uh, he lives on this uh, uh, bharat varsha on this earth so that's the avatara mataji that is krishna's plenary expansion not like a com- complete uh, uh, partial uh, it's a plenary avatar like we know that right avataras are six types leela uh, purusha manvantara guna yuga shakti avesha so this is another kind of avatara of krishna um so that is what we are discussing here and narad muni is offering prayers because narad muni has gained knowledge uh, from him is that okay mata ji does that make any sense yes mata ji for me this reading this portion is for the first time so uh you know like you're like a teacher so explaining to us because i don't have everything coming inside my ears is coming for the first time uh because uh, so that that's why i had the question and no. also mata ji one more thing you mentioned in your class in connection to preaching you said that uh, you know these people they follow their own things and um, 
very hard to very hodgepodge uh, you know so yes a uh, uh, lot of people we know also even in family members know once you know you talk to them then they take a flight and like you said they you know um, uh, one should hear these people you know uh, while preaching so what happens is that um, one of the one of the ten offenses is preaching uh, the holy names to a person who is a non-believer especially who doesn't have faith in the holy name so yes we do hear that devotees take an extra mile they go and they want to preach but constantly when we are you know um, meeting uh, some people as friends and family and we are saying something they are saying something isn't it better to stop and not uh, discuss anything because uh, you know we go with the hope that yes let me say something maybe this time this person will take krishna consciousness maybe this time the change will come and they will say let's chant, start chanting but it doesn't happen and uh, so constantly you know we uh, so that that time we should stop because that is why it is there in the ten offenses you know it's one of the ten offenses that uh, so uh, i don't know if you are understanding what i'm trying to say but then how to stop oneself also to not commit the offense and uh you know. yeah so the first thing uh, the story that you said that one should be attached to the family i don't i, I haven't heard that story any uh, before so i was not sure which story you are referring madhi so maybe next time if you remember you let me know about that story so see attaching see there are two different things having compassion for the family is uh is different than getting attached to the family so if we are attached to the family and if we want to be with the family then like we cannot be attached to krishna and we may not be eligible for uh, we may not be uh making ourselves eligible for liberation because we still have attachments here we still have certain desires to be fulfilled so we may be taking birth again so having compassion is very important you should not be detached and you should not be hard hearted uh, we have to have attachment but our attachment should be beyond the body level and at the soul in seeing everything in connection with krishna if we attach ourselves at the body level we may uh, we may get attached to the body and we may be leaving the body with a desire to be uh, with our family members then we have to take birth again there we don't have uh, like you know we are not attached to krishna for us to be liberated for us to go back to krishna our attachment should be with in, uh, with be on, with should be with only krishna not anything else so that is very clear but if we are attached to the family we may be in rajoguna we may be uh, we may not be in satvaguna because we want to do so many things for them we want to do more than required we put lot of efforts and energy in maintaining this family which either we are going to leave or they are going to leave us both of it are not permanent when i leave this body i'm going to leave everybody or they may leave us and go away like they have their own lives and all then we will be worrying about them we will be thinking about them and we will not be able to focus on krishna or our, our devotional service so even attachment to our family also should be done by keeping krishna in the center we have to get attached to the soul inside those bodies 
and we have to see those souls as the parts and parcels of Krishna and we have to engage in service and we have to try in one or the way one or the other way to engage in Krishna's service. So coming to your straight question of when we know that our family members are not taking Krishna consciousness then we should stop giving in the way that we are giving. We should not be preaching, we should not be speaking, we should be engaging them indirectly in the service. Let's say you are going for service, you have to do a grocery shopping, then you can take your family members saying that can you help me shop and then you should uh, take that kind of a help but you should not tell them that oh I have in indirectly engaged you in Krishna's service. We should be making them do the things which are related to Krishna but they don't look like devotional service. So that's the only way. We have to stop as Prabhupada says that uh, a milk touched by a serpent like that. We should not be preaching to the people who doesn't have faith in Krishna. We will know that uh, when we talk to them, uh, we will know like uh, in the first moment itself, they will know whether they are interested or not, how uh, receptive they are, how they are, uh, how they are uh, uh, listening to. If we notice that they are not receptive and they are argumentative and they are debating, but they are not asking questions with humbleness and to learn, then we should stop preaching to them. The most important thing that we have honestly is that we have an ego that, oh, I became Krishna consciousness, why they can't become Krishna consciousness? So I am going to make them Krishna conscious. We should come out of that thought. We are not, we are nobody to make anybody Krishna consciousness. It is Krishna's mercy. Krishna uses us as an instrument and gives Krishna to someone else. And when Krishna's mercy is there, they will also become Krishna's devotee. So we should not be judging them also because they did not take Krishna consciousness as bad people. We should be understanding that they, they are still not there at where they get the mercy of a devotee or mercy of Krishna. And we should be engaging them indirectly in Krishna's service. We should not be sitting down and preaching all the time to them, fault finding in them, saying that you are materially oriented person, you are this, you are that. We should be compassionate towards them and we should be engaging them indirectly in service of Krishna without finding any faults, without judging them, uh, without pointing out their mistakes or anything because we are not diseased, they are diseased of material uh, material things, they are thinking they are body, if we are Krishna conscious person, we know that we are soul, we are not body, we are serious about human form of life, and then we will be compassionate towards them, we will be understanding them and we will be engaging them indirectly in the service of Krishna. And the first thing we should stop doing is uh, preaching to them, like giving lectures, talking, and always finding fault, saying that, you know, you are materially oriented person, you, you, are, you are having wrong philosophies, I am great, I have taken up Krishna consciousness, I am chanting, I am doing this, you are not doing this. We should not be posing themselves in front of them as that somebody we are great. See, our preaching, our being an example as a leader should be for inspiration to others, but not like authoritatively fault-finding others. So that's something which we have to keep in our mind and we have to be careful when we are approaching uh, uh, people. 
who are not Krishna consciousness. We have to be very, very careful. We should be presenting ourselves as the most compassionate and loving people. And that is what actually we should be doing. We should be knowing that they are not, they are wasting their life. And we should somehow or the other indirectly engage them in service, but not directly. So we should, uh, that's an offense. And we also have to check our feelings from where I am keep on going and preaching them Krishna consciousness. Is that my ego that I have to make them devotees or I am really concerned about them? If we are really concerned about them, we have to find different ways to give them that medicine. Like when a small baby cries saying that I don't want to take this medicine, mother does not give directly saying that medicine is good for you. And she doesn't slap him and give medicine. She will trick him uh, by giving a sugar in front, sugar later and giving. So we have to find different ways. We have to uh, find a better way. We have to be very presenting the thing in a very loving and humble way, but not in a fault-finding way. Hare Krishna Mataji, Pranam. I have one question related to this. So if what if uh, they come in the way of my uh, Krishna conscious duties? If you can avoid them, like if they are not your family members where you cannot avoid them, uh, then like that's a different solution. Otherwise, if we can avoid them, we have to avoid them. And if they are our own family members who are coming on your way, so we have to see what Krishna is helping, what Krishna is wanting us to learn here. See, nobody, we may not be externally doing, like, you know, they, may, they what can they stop us? They can only stop us externally doing the service to Krishna. Nobody can stop us internally chanting the names of the Lord, thinking about Krishna. So we have to not, we have to understand that, okay, I have been doing externally service to Krishna, but Krishna is trying to purify me internally also. So maximum to maximum, even our own spouses or children or husband or father or mother, they can stop us externally. They cannot stop us internally, what we are thinking internally. Most of the time, we are expert in doing devotional service externally, but not internally. We may be posing ourselves as a great devotee externally, but internally we may be thinking about something else. So maybe this is a time which Krishna is telling us to change and become internally also our Atma, always thinking of Krishna. That nobody can stop. So we can render service in that way, chanting inside, remembering about Krishna's pastimes inside. But we may not be showing externally that and praying wholeheartedly, crying in front of Krishna to uh, change, if possible, our circumstances so that we can practice easily our Krishna consciousness. But sometimes Krishna gives those challenging environments to devotees to see how serious are we about his service, how dedicated we are, how sincere we are, um, how, uh, how can we not stop thinking of Krishna internally. So that may be time to turn ourselves internally um, and always think of Krishna. That nobody is going to stop, right, Prabhuji? Uh, we can tell to those people if we have that freedom, we have that uh, facility that uh, this is something very important to me. So how you have your own important things, which I am not disturbing, you should also be not disturbing. This is something which is very dear to me. If they are in an understanding situation, they will understand. But sometimes people go for egos. 
and they won't understand after trying to explain to them in a humble and meek way not in an authoritative way in a requesting way that this is very important to me i really want to do my heart lies here i want to do this can you please help me and if they are not in a position to understand then we have to know that if our desire is strong to serve krishna this is a challenge krishna is giving this is a challenge maya devi is giving to us to see how dear is krishna to us how sincere we are and we should turn inwards and practice i have seen in my life many devotees who secretly listen to lectures who secretly chant because in their house their spouses they don't allow them uh, they uh, they they have don't they don't have freedom to chant loudly also the names of krishna they don't have freedom to attend to the classes and they can't just give up the family because they have children and they are town they are having a good family uh, so they can't uh, give up the families and there are so many people they do that secretly See, in material world people do so many other material things secretly so maybe this is the day and here they are doing secretly devotional service and i am amazed by those devotees that how they are performing in those challenging situations and giving their 100% so there are many like that whom krishna is challenging maybe they are more fortunate and dear to krishna so uh, they do that internally yeah. they chant internally so this is what i feel prabhu uh, i don't know if i have answered yeah. your question or not Yeah, yeah, I think so. You are right that uh, Krishna puts only the choicest devotees in such challenging situation that sees grace and must maybe because uh, the purification he, he, uh, he tests. Uh, I mean, if one has come out through the uh, test of purification, then uh, then uh, Krishna be it become he or she becomes more dear to Krishna. That is correct. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, because. I... Uh, don't arise to many people but some people come across and they if they come across come out um uh, uh dear more dear, dearer to krishna then that is a great achievement yeah it's a great achievement instead of discarding it as saying misfortune i don't have any opportunity uh, to become krishna consciousness so i'll become materially consciousness because anyway my my family is not supporting it's an excuse but great devotees see prabhu if we are attached to something let's say i'm attached to cricket even if at i'm work i will be thinking about cricket i may not be showing outside to my boss or in it i'm in meeting but i'll be thinking about cricket what is happening how much is the score i have seen people like that they are so distracted or they are so much into that you know they will be thinking about something else not always that our mind and body are present in the same posi- same place into the same thing so body wise they can obstruct us nobody can obstruct it at the mind level and now we are turning the mind towards spirituality sometimes we will be in the temple listening to the lecture but we won't be listening to the lecture we will be somewhere else thinking our material problems i feel that these devotees got a wonderful opportunity to be in the material world but thinking about krishna always at the heart so i do that most often when i go to a boring meeting i i sit down i have to just give my uh, physical presence there i'll take just a paper and a pen i'll just write rama there and i will be keeping writing rama 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 or like krishna krishna like that because nobody teach what sees what i'm scribbling or nobody thinks and then i'll be just giving my physical presence and i use that one hour time which i'm forced to sit in that meeting also uh, spiritually because nobody is seeing what i'm thinking in my mind 
uh, and uh, I don't need to listen to that meeting. It's just that I have to be there. Uh, and it's very boring. Two people are arguing and uh, saying, and I, they don't need my attention. Then I do that. Any any minute I find that I am not. I don't need to be in that minute. I immediately switch to chanting in my mind. I immediately switch to thinking about what I have read today, thinking about uh, 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 a pastime. Because sometimes we know pastime uh, on, on summary-wise only. We don't know details. So I'll go back and try to think uh, in a detailed way of that pastime. And then I may be missing some things. Then you know, I have, I'll go back in that night and read again. So in that way, I divert my uh, time uh, towards spirituality practically. I practice that a lot of times. So maybe that can be done also. And nobody can stop that. Uh, nobody knows what is going on in our mind other than Krishna. So. Oh, that's wonderful, Mataji. Thank you so much for sharing. And yeah. the joy of that kind of you know, devotional service is different than the regular service. Yes, Prabhu. Yes. They are very dedicated. I, I personally meet them and they use me as their source. Like, you know, they even donate. And then uh, uh, they can't donate on their name. So they always uh, send to me and we donate on behalf of them. And we pray for them so much. Like... They are not giving up saying that my circumstances are not supporting me to do Krishna's service. They are finding ways to do it. Uh, uh, and then they are so sincere, so dedicated. I am just amazed. Uh, like external world, they look like material people. Uh, but internally, I know how great devotees they are, how much knowledge they have, how much pleased Krishna is then. Even their own family's members are not knowing that they are living with a great devotee. But we we know looking at them that wonderful. Thank thank you so much for sharing all this, Nectar Mataji. Hare Krishna Mataji, wonderful class Mataji, such a nice explanation. And uh, as you were telling that we can involve our family members in services indirectly. So I have one question regarding that that uh, if they are um, not chanting or they are eating non-vegetarian food, but uh, they want to offer, if they say, oh, I cannot, can I offer Krishna like that? So in that case, what should we do? Like We should uh, let my, them do, we should let them do, because... Uh, and sometimes, like my, I have American friend, she's my followers friend, and she is coming, with in, coming to India with us, and she is here. So yesterday she took shower also, you know. So okay. I encouraged her to take shower, but she just traveled and she just came. Yeah. So yeah. that so, for her. So in that case, what like, oh, I know we you should. can have you can have a like a shower is uh, shower is important to offer to Krishna. So if mm-hmm. if she says that I know I cannot take shower, but still I want to offer, but I have a lot yeah. of desire to offer. Then yeah. if you have a picture, like if you have a picture of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu somewhere, mm-hmm. you can let her offer there. Just like, you know, if her mm-hmm. clothes are not uh, dirty like that, she she has going to uh, uh, 